Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday. It is June 13th. We will start off with a prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts, and then we'll start off the book of Jonah. Let us pray. Grant Almighty God, that since by your awful judgments you show your displeasure at the pride of this world, that we would be ruled by the spirit of meekness, and in such a manner humble ourselves willingly under your hand, that we may not experience your dreadful power in our destruction, but being on the contrary supported by your strength. We may keep ourselves in our own proper station, and in true simplicity and at the same time relying on your protection. May we never doubt that you will sustain us against all the assaults of our enemies, however violent they may be, and thus persevere in the warfare of the cross that you have appointed for us until we at length are gathered into that celestial kingdom where we shall triumph together with your Son when his glory shall shine in us and all the wicked shall be destroyed. Amen. Okay, we are starting off with Jonah today. We're going to read all of chapter 1 of Jonah. That has us reading from verse 1 through verse 17. Hear the word of the Lord. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship threatened to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and each cried out to his God. And they hurled the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. So the captain came and said to him, What do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call out to your God. Perhaps the God will give us give a thought to us that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots, that we may know on whose account this evil has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us on whose account this evil has come upon us. What is your occupation, and where do you come from? What is your country, and of what people are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, What is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you, that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea grew more and more tempestuous. He said to them, Pick me up and hurl me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you, for I know it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get back to dry land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more tempestuous against them. Therefore they called out to the Lord, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not on us innocent blood, for you, O Lord, have done as it, it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, And they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. So here we find ourselves in the very familiar story of Jonah. This is a Sunday school favorite. 
And we see in this story things that we know, but there's some important things that we can learn from this story, even though it's one that we know so well. So we see here that Jonah receives the word of the Lord. Jonah is a prophet. He knows that this is God speaking to him. And Jonah is told to go to Nineveh. Uh, Nineveh is a great city. And we see that there is a great evil that has come up before God from Nineveh. Well, what is interesting about Nineveh? And we're going to see this later on. Nineveh is not a Jewish city. It's not a Hebrew group of people. Jonah doesn't want to go there. God has called him to go there to speak against their evil, but he does not want to go. And so we see that Jonah rises to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, this is always interesting to me. Uh, when I preach through Jonah, I think I mentioned this. Who, as a prophet of the Lord, does Jonah think he is that he can escape from the presence of God? Doesn't he know that God is everywhere? Doesn't he know that God is omniscient? Doesn't he know about the nature of God? Well, of course he does. And where he is going is the exact opposite direction of where God has told him to go. God wants him to go to Nineveh, Nineveh, so he's going to the opposite part of the world. That is his fleeing from the presence of the Lord, fleeing from where God has called him to go. And we know the story. The, the storm comes up, and the awesome part of this is Jonah is asleep down in the ship. Uh, they're all crying out to their false gods, and nothing is happening. And so finally, the captain of the ship is like, everybody needs to try here. We've all cried out to our gods. You should try out to yours. Maybe yours will do the trick. Well, what we find is that they cast lots. The lot falls on Jonah. So they, they're looking at him saying, uh, what's going on with you? Uh, well, he tells them who they, uh, he tells them who he is. He's a Hebrew. He fears the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. Uh, we need to understand here that as, as a Hebrew and, uh, versus these pagans, these Gentiles, they would have had more regional gods and gods who did different things maybe that they would call out to. But Jonah is talking about a God who is ultimate, a God who is almighty. A God who made the sea and the dry land, not a God who controls them or a God that can uh, be manipulated by their whims, but the Lord of heaven and earth. Uh, and so they are greatly afraid. They wonder what he has done. He's told them that they're, he's fleeing from the presence of the Lord. He, And so you didn't tell us you were fleeing from the one who made everything. They, they understand the gravity of this. And so when Jonah tells them that uh, they should throw him into the sea, even though he's told them to do this, they're concerned about taking his life. They're concerned about killing this man who is the servant of this, this God who made the, the sea and the dry land, who made everything, the Lord of heaven and earth. And so once they're trying, they're trying to endure the storm, doesn't work. We see here that they call out to the Lord, and that is something that's so significant here. These pagans, these unbelievers, these Gentiles, are calling out to the Lord. They're calling out to Yahweh. And they're saying, don't let us perish for this man's life. They're calling out to him. 
they have faith here. Um, how amazing is this that they have faith that this God is ultimate, that this God is the one, and they don't want to offend him. Uh, but they do as Jonah says because they're desperate. They hurl them into the sea, and the sea ceases from its raging. Can you imagine uh, how amazing this was? Uh, you like to imagine that it was instantaneous. It doesn't necessarily say that it's instantaneous. You you sort of get that idea uh, that it was. But how amazing would that be to go from fearing for your life to the sea being calmed, uh, not raging anymore? And we see how amazing this is that the men feared the Lord exceedingly and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows they understand that this Lord that they were calling out to, that Yahweh, uh, was the one who controlled this. They saw how amazing this was. And this sort of reminds me, right, of the story of Jesus when he calms the sea. When Jesus calmed the sea, the disciples knew that he was God, right? You just don't do this. You just don't see this by random happenstance. Something greater than you is in control when this happens. And this causes these pagans to offer sacrifices and make vows to the one true God, to the Lord of heaven and earth. How amazing is that? And remember, let's go back to the top of the story. What did Jonah not want to do? He didn't want to go to Nineveh because he didn't think that these um, Gentiles, these pagans, uh, were worthy of him going to or that they wouldn't listen. Whatever the reason was, we see here that these Gentiles on the ship are able to have understanding. They're able to have faith. Uh, they make vows to God. They understand who he is. Interesting uh, foreshadowing, right, of the rest of the story that, that we know is coming. But we see that God has not given up on Jonah. We read that the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, and that's where we leave the story. But as we think about application from this story for us today, it's important that we remember we cannot flee from the presence of God. God is everywhere. It is best that we submit to his will, that we submit to his word, that we have faith that what he is doing is best, that we that we uh, understand this God who made everything is the one that we should obey. Just as these pagans understood that day, because we have been given the gift of faith, we should know this. And so we should make our vows to the Lord and trust every day in the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let's close up with prayer. Almighty God, we know that there is nowhere we can go from your presence. In our sin, we run away from you, but you have brought us near to you in the work of Jesus on our behalf. May your pursuit of us cause us to pursue you in holy living to the glory of Christ. And today we lift up our prayers to you for the churches in our community. We pray for the pastors that serve the congregations. Grant them strength, discernment, and wisdom. And we ask that you would build them up as they faithfully proclaim your word. Each congregation is unique and has special ministries. And we pray that you would bless those who serve their congregations and our community to the glory of your holy name. As we embark on another new week and on another day, we trust that your Holy Spirit will guide us. We ask that you would bless us with opportunities today to share your steadfast love and faithfulness with those that we come into contact with. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, that has us through Jonah chapter 1. We'll move on to chapter 2 on Wednesday. We will see you then. 
Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 